This can-do podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do. This is Bill Duncliffe. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Can Do Horse Racing Podcast. The podcast about all things horse racing, some history, some handicapping, and some humor. This is our Big Score segment. The Big Score segment of our podcast is brought to you by your friends at Endeavor Farm on Old Frankfurt Pike in the heart of the bluegrass. Every Big Score has its roots down on the farm. Boarding, breeding, foaling, layup care, and sales prep are all services offered by Terry Nickel and his team at Endeavor. You can reach Terry at 859-509-7035 or email him at terry at endeavorfarmky.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-F-A-R-M-K-Y.com. Thanks again to our friends at Endeavor Farm for sponsoring The Big Score. Jim Mazur, founder, CEO, chairman of the board, and president of Progressive Handicapping, joined me recently for a discussion about how Progressive Handicapping and its wealth of valuable and formative publications came to be. It was a fun conversation, which you will be able to hear on our February 18th podcast. Toward the end of our discussion, we got to talking about, of course, big scores, and Jim talked about one that is one of those hunch plays that, after the fact, all of us will sit there and say, I should have had that. Well, if you can't have it, the next best thing is hearing about it. Enjoy. So, Jim, I'm going to ask you a really tough question now. Let's say you're playing a pick, you're playing a pick four, and you've got three uh-huh. races down cold. And the obvious single in the remaining leg is a horse named Tar Heel Lover. Are you going to play it? (laughs) You know, that's funny you say that because for all the handicapping that we do, Mm -hmm. um, all the studying, all the analysis, there are certain things that Peter Mallett calls no-brainers that you just do because you do them, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they they don't have any any scientific basis or anything like that, but it's just the gut says to do them. And one of those is like the uncoupled entry on the turf, you know, the the Chad Brown when yeah, you have yeah, three yeah. of them in, you take you take the one that's twelve twelve to one. Take the long one. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I came up with something years ago. There was a uh, um, I was looking at um, you know. Um, prep races for the Kentucky Derby. And I noticed that, you know, some of these horses, they run against each other on circuits and, you know, they keep, mm-hmm. they keep beating, you know, one keeps winning and the other one keeps running second. And then they get to the Derby or the Oaks. And because all these other horses in there, you know, one is eight to one. And the other one who finished the second all the time is 30 to one, it's where amazing. normally he'd be at fairgrounds. He'd be like, you know, three to one, you yep. know, the exact, nothing. Um, and, 
there was a episode of the Twilight Zone where these crooks robbed the place. They get back to the uh, the hotel room. It's totally worthless crap, and except for this camera. And the camera takes a picture, and what it does is it predicts the future. Oh, and I remember this one. Sure. Of things. Yep. So yeah. where's the first place they go? They go to the racetrack, the track. <laughs> and they take a picture of the tote board, and they clean up. They come back to the hotel. They're they're throwing the money around like crazy, and then the picture starts coming out one by one. They all die. You know. Right. So I call that the Twilight Zone exactly. And I put it in every one of my big events, crushing zones and all of that. (laughs) And I can tell you that all the studying I've done, some of my best scores have been with that. (laughs) 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 I'm not, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. It's just, and and the guys will sit there in the kind of seminar goes, what's the twilight zone play in this one? I said, listen, if I say it out loud, it's not going to happen. It's in the paper when it gets time. Throw a dollar a box on it or whatever. It doesn't oh, yeah. cost you much. And yep. some of these things come in, they pay three, $400. I, the one so, I always think of is my wife knows everything and the wife doesn't know, right? I mean, <laughs> you right. Know, why wouldn't you just play that, right? <laughs> right. So the other thing was in this particular Breacher's Cup, there was a horse trained by Peter Miller in the juvenile, in the juvenile mm-hmm. called Wrecking Crew. Okay? Yep, yep. That sure. was the name of the horse. Yep. Now, I'm a big I'm a big movie buff and I'm sort of old. In the movie The Sting, when they're oh, trying to reel in Robert Shaw, they have to stay right. in one of the races. And Wrecking Crew is one of the horses the guy is calling. It's Wrecking Crew. It's Narragansett. <laughs> he's around the turn. You know that kind of thing. So for a solid week to ten days, I'm walking around my house with driving my wife crazy with Wrecking Crew. And she, <laughs> she corners me with my bag pack and says. Will you do me one favor? Make sure you play Wrecking Crew in some shape or form, or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So it just so happened that it's Peter Miller's horse. There's two huge favorites in the race, as you know. Yep. So I always pick two bombers. I pick Wrecking Crew, and I pick the other horse, Peter Yurton's horse. And what I usually do, uh, Bill, is I'll, I'll if they're both 20 to 1, I might put 20 or 50 bucks on them each. Mm-hmm. And then I, bo- I box them in a, maybe a $10 exact box. And then I say to myself, well, what if they run 1-3? So I'll take everybody in the middle. Yep, I'll take yep. uh, Wrecking Crew in this one on top of all, on top of Wrecking And wouldn't you know, wow. the Yurton Horse wins at 40-1. to one. Yeah. Wrecking Crew is right there, but the, the 7 from the Golden Gate. Golden uh, Gate, synthetic, yes. 70-1 yeah. to one pops in the middle of Wrecking Crew. And I have that trifecta, not once, not twice. I think I have it 10 times. Oh, dear God. Because it was a $12 bet. Wow. And I won 20 grand <laughs> on Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I'm embarrassed because that this thing is one of my favorite movies. And I can't believe I didn't think of that. I, and it never occurred to me until you, and then you mentioned that. I was like, oh, my God, of course. <laughs> now, and here's, and here's the one we missed, all of us, most of us anyway. The only guy that, and he didn't cash out on it, was my friend Steve Ziegler, was three races before that, Peter Miller's got Billy Bat. So whoever's <laughs> right. throwing him owner, his owners are big movie guys. <laughs> he ran second. And, and for your, your listeners, Billy, yeah. Billy Bat, for your listeners that don't know, was the guy that Joe Petchy killed in, Good, in Goodfellas, uh, the, the monkey shine guy. Stopped him. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
So you can you can study all you want, but every now and then I'm going to go back to the surreal. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Next week, we'll have another big score story for you. But we want to hear about yours also. Contact us directly at candobild at gmail.com. That's C-A-N-D-O-B-I-L-L-D at gmail.com. And tell us about it. We can record your segment together, or you can just relate the story to me, and I will relay it to our listeners. And if you wish, you can remain anonymous. So don't be shy. We know you've got a big score or two out there. I look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, of course, may the horse be with you.